I am Sadia Tariq and you're listening to Dhani the podcast. Our guest today is Atiya Nakvi, a clinical psychologist and supervisor. In her 12 years of private practice, Atiya has helped many patients and clients overcome anxiety, depression, grief and bereavement. And last year when Atiya personally faced a traumatic experience, she realized she needed to channelize her grief. And she calls this journey the new normal. Hi Atiya and thank you so much uh, for being on Thani. Hi Satya, it's a privilege. Thank you for inviting me. Um I want to um pick your brains now <laughs> and understand the first thing is um what is grief? What is bereavement? Okay, so um technically grief is a response to a loss. Usually it's a response uh, to the loss which we call uh, death but loss of someone who's no longer in our physical realm i'd like to call it like that uh, there's no death but you know loss of someone very close to us is no longer with me uh, so that would be grief many people confuse grief with just a emotional loss but it isn't just an emotional response it's a it's a cognitive response it's a behavioral social spiritual grief actually is a response of the whole system and uh, and it sets us on a very different um, manifestation i would say it's you know we are a different person when we are in grief or are grieving mm-hmm. um so it's a response like no other response is not as transient as most other uh, responses to any other triggers or any other situations it's usually long term it's 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 almost uh, devastating and then if we can stay devastated or maybe come out very subjective but uh, mm-hmm. yes that's what grief is it's a response to a death it's of the of the system of of one person who's loved this person and mm-hmm. now when they're no longer there we grieve um in our society in our culture in our part of the world why is why are we not allowed to grieve actually or um, why are there like they they like they like already there molds that this is how you grieve and so um, there is judgment I, on in terms of in terms of how the other person is grieving which puts the the griever into some sort of a double minded situation that oh my god am i supposed to do this am i supposed to react this way to my loss you know what i mean um yes absolutely um so uh, when we talk about grief then follows the period of bereavement which is the time when we are grieving when we are behaving or or responding in from our grief um the period of bereavement interestingly societies usko hijack kar leti hain you know societal norms cultures mm-hmm. religion uh, someone would say teen din koi kahega 40 din society kahegi ek saal ya teen mahine it's really ridiculous isn't it mm-hmm. it's quite mm-hmm. ridiculous um 
it it depends if we are very um, you know a western world mein different hai hamare duniya mein different hai religious angle dusra hai and then isse zyada nahi isse zyada ha i don't even get it i mean mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's a response from the system really the body there is no logic attached to it uh, it's an emotional response really agar hum apni um, you know the way we are hardwired um we have an emotion center and then we have a logic center which is you know the prefrontal cortex ye dono match thodi karte hain we are constantly trying to create a balance uh hmm. at hmm. best and when we are racked by grief or in the immediate aftermath of grief uh logic and rationale are things that are really uh, very very um alien in that moment you will see women mm-hmm. or people wailing or fainting this is a physiological response how can you tell them teen din baad faint nahi karna aur ya ek saal tak kapde nahi badalna either ways i'm not saying mm-hmm. any one of them ek saal tak aap lipstick nahi lagaye i don't know it's it's an expectation i i haven't Correct. encountered any such thing so i'm not going to say um i haven't encountered it but yes i have observed it as a psychologist i observe it every day i sometimes sense people would want to say or or want to enforce their societal expectations of bereavement um but they don't and i'm very grateful to them for that mm-hmm. Yeah. Atiya, you as you just mentioned you've been um, a clinical psychologist and you have a practice private practice since the last uh, 12 years and surely you have come across many clients uh, who've been dealing with um, grief and loss which as you're saying is subjective and last year you um, had to face a loss which changed uh, your life yes absolutely i um, lost my son uh, last year today is actually the exactly 13 months he he um, lost he chose to leave this world he he died of suicide on 18th may 2018 yeah so um i learned first hand what real grief is all about so when you were dealing with 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 this loss you were obviously dealing with it as a mother yes and then did you have to kind of cajole yourself and put yourself in that situation where the psychologist bit of you came in and held you so you know dealing hadn't begun i experienced um my myself when i was told that imad had cho- taken his life and you know i'm using these words because the harshness was felt but you know life is very complicated and uh, i'm not just a psychologist and i'm not just imad's mother i have two other children i'm a wife in the moment that i heard the news एक डेढ़ घंटे से मुझे शक था बिकॉज माई हजबेंड हैड फील्डेड द कॉल एंड ही वॉज ट्राइंग टू कन्फर्म एंड ही वॉज लुकिंग फ्रेंटिक बट नॉट टेलिंग मी 
So in that moment, I don't think I was a psychologist at all. I was a mother. But interestingly, as soon as he told me, in that moment, I was the mother of the two children or the two siblings that Imad had left behind. And I mm -hmm. saw my, I, I, and I was very cognizant. My psychology training, I guess, makes me a good observer of human beings. And I observed myself. Instead of really dealing with what I had just heard, I saw my youngest child's face who was just hanging around and I called him. So the protective instinct came in. And mm. just observing, and, and I don't think I've observed myself. Uh, I've been as uh, tuned into my own system, to my environment, because in a, in a sense, the world had fallen away. All that was Correct. left was what my soul was connecting to in that moment. If that makes any mm. sense, does it? Absolutely, mm. absolutely. It was, I, I wasn't, um, I, I still don't remember who all was in the room. I, my cognitive mind, my memory center tells me who all was there and what was happening. But my awareness was that the you know, on Imad chose to do this. I was just grappling with that and, and looking at my mm -hmm. husband's face. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I think in that moment, I found myself more to be the mother of these two. Uh, and then I've been keenly uh, aware of um, what all, my senses have been heightened, if I can say that. Mm -hmm. It's almost like mm -hmm. when, when we are high on a substance, um, you know, um, we are very keenly aware of our senses, senses are heightened and we don't really give too much credence or importance to the worldly things happening. You know, even if we are, mm -hmm. we smoke up or, or you're on, on drinks or whatever, I don't know. High jabote. And I think mm -hmm. high is when there are no worldly feelings permeating or thoughts permeating as much as we are in sync with our real self. The inhibitions have fallen down, fallen away. That's who we really are. The, uh, the, the true self, I would say, yeah. The true self comes out. This is a happy drunk. This is a sad drunk. Um, yeah. uh, but why do we need drinks? It's, it's a matter of when we are able to push away the world or it just gets pushed back due to life's mm -hmm. um, you know, circumstances. Also, senses are heightened. And um, mm. so to your question, I think I may be rambling, Sadia, and please correct me if I am. But I think the dealing in my bereavement period was more paying attention to uh, minute to minute of my life, my own system, because I didn't trust myself. I was surprised that I was able to wake up. I was surprised that I was able to uh, touch my son's face, uh, go through the motions gracefully and with dignity because I had a sense that he hasn't really left left. It was a very strong sense. Yes. And mm -hmm. I've heard this in my work before, uh, not only of from mothers who've lost their children because or parents or 
but even deaths that have been expected of parents dying in old age after a protracted illness there is a sense and there are myths and there are cultural belief systems ke wo hote hain ya nahi hote hain i was experiencing uh, a sense that uh, he's around somewhere um mm-hmm. where uh, you know it was a very personal feeling and everybody has that personal feeling but in this modern society of logic and rationale there is no space to brainstorm about it so everyone sure. experiences it at one point or another uh the magic of universe receiving the universe but we mm-hmm. say oh but then how do we treat it we treat it with uh maine aise socha hoga i don't believe it maybe i'm losing my mind so what do we do we are actually disrespecting our system and our own being in our own self so here the psychology training kicked in uh we are trained mm-hmm. to respect who whatever my client is saying or whatever i may be thinking uh listen with respect just no judgment just experience just be so if i am mm. feeling something strongly at times not so strongly mm, i just allowed myself to feel more than think you know mm. and that really helped that really really helped uh, me mm. and i tell you when we are born infants just feel हम किसी इन्फेंट को ये नहीं कहते द बेबी इज थिंकिंग इट शुड हैव मिल्क बेबी इज फीलिंग थिंकिंग सीप्स ऑपरेट्स अपॉन एज वी ग्रो एज दर्ल्ड स्टार्ट टू ग्रो सो थॉट्स आर रियली द एक्सटर्नल कॉन्सेप्ट दैट्स रियली टेक होल्ड ऑफ आस एंड वी जस्ट आर हेल्ड होस्टेज बाय द थॉट्स बाय द वर्ल्ड वेर वी लिव but there is a real uh, energy soul i don't know whatever but i think i'm more than just this world or what whatever i've been taught i was um i'm totally with you so um so you're saying that when you heard the news you uh, the uh, instant was your maternal instinct kicking in to manage protect uh, your close ones and imad's uh, close ones whether it's dad or uh, his siblings and then uh, you know as you said that the the soul becomes raw and totally exposed so and then as rumi says that you know it's the wound where the light enters so yes. in for you when the light entered and earlier we had, when we had spoken you had said that in the first message that you sent out for um imad's friends and your friends and relatives and family was more um of a celebration rather than a condolence um it was more of uh focusing on who imad was or has been in his 24 years rather than the manner that he went in his his you know the darkness of his life ke bajaye sure. maine uh, the the light of his life pe focus kiya and i just couldn't bring myself now in a very simple manner it was very practical i needed to reach out to his friends in boston where we had gone to 
um, we were going for his graduation, but we went to claim his remains, uh, earthly remains, and and there was no other way to reach out. So I sent out a Facebook post and tagged him, and you know his friends started to get in touch with me. I couldn't bring myself to say my son has died. I still can't. I don't because he's not dead. So I had said I choose. I'm. I've been privileged to be a mother of this beautiful person for the last twenty-four years, and I choose to celebrate his life rather than mourn his death. You know, Sadia, I firmly believe as a psychologist, and I've experienced it as in this in the period of bereavement and and this post. Um, you know, in my period of bereavement, the words that we choose really really set a path it can be a self-fulfilling prophecy also um mm -hmm. and yes imad the you know there are a lot of rituals that are um, associated with after a person passes but even his funeral there was an air of uh celebrating imad it was the first mixed funeral my husband we had an open wake kind of a thing where people were not falling over him, but just coming to pay his respect, uh, their respect. His friends, they were women and men, everybody prayed together. So there was a pushback to the society and the society mm. received it with respect. I have to say that. But, you know, in, in our um, mosques and in our religious places, for women to pray with men is not something that is... Uh, that is uh, accepted but in in haram it is allowed so we we found ourselves um doing a lot of things that were making sense to us that were bringing that would be that were causing us to be authentic this is the way we live this is the way we mm. greet the final finality of life and and this is what um really made sense to us being being true to ourselves um uh, so so it was this dear mahine ke baad imad ki 25th birthday i i had people all the time but after uh, dinner imad ke koi 40 50 friends came over we put up short videos of imad's life his happy times his friends laughed and cried but it was very unconventional again Um, I'm not saying any right or wrong. I'm just sticking to the prophetic value of the words that came out very organically in the first thirty-six hours. Mm. I chose to celebrate my son. My mm. husband started. Mm. Um, my husband started a football academy in his name. We have no clue um, about football. I have to add, my son was training to be a soccer coach. He had FIFA licenses. Uh, and he was passionate about soccer, and so he had always, you, you know, he used to say, "Liari make up, I'll come and do something in Liari." Uh, prophetic mm -hmm. words being prophetic. My point is not just to tell and indulge in our life story, but I really want to put it out there. Uh, every word that we utter, it may manifest now, it may manifest later. So be very careful with what we are saying. Because our words create the society, the energy Absolutely. around. Absolutely. Hmm? So totally the words agree. are very, very important, and we are accountable for what words, what thoughts we are willing to entertain, execute, 
I think, uh, and we can't mm. always be right, but we can be, we can at least begin to take ownership of our words. I mean, many a times I've said, and I'll ask, will we, aap apne boss ke saamne khade ho ke, aise hi kuch kehdenge? Hum nahi kehenge na? Lekin apne karibhi, apne piyaron ko aise hi kuch kehdiya, bibi ko kehdiya, maa ko kehdiya, bache ko kehdiya, are mote, these are very, we are creating harshness. Labels. Ji? Labels. Labels hai. Which Labels we've, uh, the, the culture is created, society is created, bilkul. And, and, you see, bagar labels se pehle, humari apni uh, callous and ruthless usage of our own language hai. Uh, if hmm. I find somebody fat or unsavory or, or battamese, whatever, uh, I have I will try my best to come up and find something middle ground which will I will be okay uttering rather than just so there is a responsibility mm. to live and I think I am a psychologist but after Imad I have tried very hard and I found, found peace in keeping uh, negative thoughts away from me because your negative thoughts, mm-hmm. anger is a part of me. It's just going to take me down. It's going to make me feel worse. It's going to create a negativity in my home where my other children are grieving. They're sad. They're not being understood. So it's been a very um, mindful attempt to keep myself free. I'm a hot-headed woman. But do I choose to indulge this? Do I choose to uh, entertain anger? I, I have yeah. chosen not to. Uh, sometimes I have failed. But more, more, than, uh, more often I think I've been okay. The middle ground. I've also tried very hard to be honest. Uh, authentic to the self. Mm. And I'll tell you. These are all things as a psychologist. But when we are trying to heal, when the whole body is like an open wound, uh, raw and bleeding, we, it's, it helps to be gentle to the self in every way. Yeah. Atiya, yeah. it's, um, you know, because of your learnings and your experiences and very beautifully, um you were put through a situation where you um uh, the the light that entered you could channelize it in more towards self healing more towards empowerment but for many people as you said loss is subjective number 1 number 2 the 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 pain is so so much and i am i'm not saying that for you the pain was any less because loss of a child is is probably the ultimate the uber um, sense of pain but for some it is so difficult to deal with it that they they don't grieve so what are the disadvantages how are we um destroying ourselves even more when we don't grieve what how do you how do you think that manifests itself if we don't grieve and this is a question coming from a layman to um, a psychologist. Um, look, there is no such thing as 
not grief. It's not allowing our grief to uh, become overt or manifest, not taking ownership of our grief because we are scared or we are not allowing ourselves. So, disrespect But also, whether it's grief or any other emotion, uh, negative emotion, positive emotion also, taking ownership of it uh, with full agency, so, uh, you know, as our scripture also says, ke the, uh, our God is not going to test us beyond our endurance. Actually, Sadia, when we are thinking of uh, uh, indulging into past memories or the future where, where Imad is not going to be there or, or our loved ones not going to be there. The present, if we ever ask ourselves, how bad is it right now? Usually the answer is, oh, I am hurting, I am... I'm, devastated but i am still standing i am dying we mm-hmm. but am i being truthful we are not dying we want mm-hmm. to die we want to die but we are not dying mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we are hurting but we are not uh, collapsing and and any so of that so so the thing is but we use a language which is exaggerated why do we need more uh, attention from the others because they are not getting our pain you know what we are not getting our pain if we honor our mm-hmm. pain if we understand mm-hmm. our the the message from the soul that is coming out and we honor it with respect and gentleness we won't need it from people around us and if someone's being mm-hmm. blatantly disrespectful i have felt very comfortable in saying that's disrespectful there is no drama mm. to it. There, it's mm. disrespectful. Mm. I don't like it. It's an I language. It's not you need to do this. Because then you are empowering others and disempowering yourself. We are digging a hole. I carry my grief uh, like it's, it's, it's a... Mm, I very proudly carry because this is a station of yeah, my life. it's on your heart, it's on your sleeve, absolutely. It's everywhere and I have never shied away from it. Even in my clinical practice, I mean, people, I would have thought, my own son died of a suicide. But if I allow that shame and that self-doubt to creep up, uh, I would have really uh, sabotage myself in any way so my true self is yes I am a psychotherapist yes this is what has happened to me and I'll work harder at understanding the crevices of human mind I think because now I've been impacted myself kya surgeons ke bachche nichele jate kya uh, oncologists ke rishtadaron ko cancer nahi hota hota hai you know and, and so taking ownership of ourselves with pride, with, uh, you know, respecting ourselves. There's a God within us. And if I don't listen to my grief, like you said, I can't keep the lid, I can't cry, I can't cry, I can't cry. You give permission. We will never, my system will never make me ashamed of myself. We are ashamed of ourselves when we don't allow ourselves the space to be our true selves. So true, so true.
ایز یو سیٹ کہ ہمیں اپنے آپ کو اجازت دینی ہے ٹو ٹو فیل دی ایموشن ٹو لیو ان دا ڈسکمفرٹ ایبسلیوٹلی اور وہ ڈسکمفرٹنگ ایموشن ہی ہوتا ہے وچ کائنڈ آف از از اے لیڈنگ لائٹ اٹ یو نو اٹ از دیٹ ڈائریکٹس اس ٹو سم تھنگ مور اوتھینٹک اینڈ یو نو اٹس اٹس جسٹ دیٹ ود امادس پاسنگ آن اٹ it peeled off so many layers of you of your husband daughter son um in so many ways where uh, the least bit and i'm not I, I, and and you know i've read your daughter's poetry as well and it's absolutely beautiful because it's coming from the heart so it's you know everybody's shining in their own way but in their most graceful and authentic way because human beings are created as graceful and authentic and it takes a trauma like this to peel away all the garbage that we had collected to survive in this society i am still surviving i am still alive mm-hmm. we are all functioning har ek ke andar ye beauty bhi hai and i i now work with a lot of mothers uh, who have lost their children i can't tell you how humbled i am to see their strength they are not psychologists they didn't have any theories guiding them their souls sure. have guided them yesterday uh, mm-hmm. last week i met someone and she said beta to chala gaya magar mujhe afsos ab nahi hota kya because meri allah se dosti ho gayi she was a very simple so woman she was really simple so authentic so beautiful but in a normal setting of you know day to day social setting اس قسم کی باتیں ہمیں کنٹرائیو لگتی ہیں یو نو اٹس بیکم ریئلی فنی کہ جو سول کی باتیں ہیں جو ریئل اوتھینٹک باتیں ہم ہمیں وہ کنٹرائیو لگتی ہیں وی آر ولنگ ٹو لیو آن اے ویری سپرفیشل لیول اور کیا حال ہے موسم کیسا ہے سوٹ کہاں سے لیا سپرفیشل آئی مین یو نو ناٹ ٹچنگ ریئلی گیٹنگ اسکیئر ٹو گو ڈاؤن I um, mm. a- attended this lecture by Raza Islan uh, last week and he says, mm. um, he says, reading the Quran very superficially can be more blasphemous than uh, not reading it at all or, or saying something blasphemous. It has to be mm. read deeply, understood, reflected upon. So, so is life. Correct. So Absolutely. Life. Yeah. Absolutely. یہ یو یو دس نیو سچویشن اور دس دس اوتھینٹسٹی دیٹ یو آر ناؤ لیونگ ود یو کال اٹ موونگ ٹوورڈز اے نیو نارمل یس سو اینی بڈی جسٹ ٹو کائنڈ آف کمنگ ٹو آر ٹو دا کلوزر آف آر کانورسیشن واٹ آر دا ٹاپ تھری تھنگز دیٹ یو آر پریکٹسنگ فار یور نیو نارمل So I'll tell you, my new normal, um, I know life is creeping up and whatever, but I do want to keep checking in with myself. So I have done what I have done for my soul and what I have done for my soul or what I have done for my soul or what I have done for my soul or what I have done for my soul. And it keeps me hmm. kind of grounded, you know, keeps me grounded. Imad's memories, today is a hard day. When they start to overwhelm me, جب مجھے بہت رونا آ رہا ہوتا ہے بچہ بہت یاد آ رہا ہوتا ہے آئی ایکچولی اسٹاپ 
and look at it squarely into the memory, into my grief. Okay, what is happening? Imad has gone from this life, uh, but he's, li he's living, he's being somewhere else. Surah Fatiha Pardeen, get go me Rabbul Alameen. Too many universes, it's a multiverse. Science is saying it, mm. scripture is saying it. Hame kya problem hai? He's around somewhere. This is what he chose, not something that I subscribe to, but that's what was his reality then. So, mm. you know, mere bache irkird harbak me saath nahi hai. Jahan bhi hon, khush hon. So, facing reality as per um, in that moment, us waqt kya ho hai? And when I look at the mm. reality in that moment, the intensity of the pain lessens. Hmm. Intensity hmm. of the pain lessens. I am um, put back on the path that I've chosen. What can I do for Imad? Would this make Imad happy or not? Imad is with the Creator. Agar ye bhi hai, jo bhi with the noor. You know, it's it's our belief. I'm not going to put words for others, but. You know, Imad is not gone. He's just not available to my five senses. That's it. So the sixth sense Absolutely. we don't Why do we forget it? How about working on my sixth sense? So there's a purpose. There is a sense. I'm very aware of what kind of work, what kind of activities are serving me, what isn't. It's a very mindful life. Sad. There is less exuberance. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's almost like being amputated, Sadia. The pain is there. The loss of that limb is there. But I really want to one day be able to dance as an amputee. Because I can live. Wow. Yeah. How beautiful. I have goosebumps right now. Um, Atiya, thank you. Um, I, I can't thank you enough for uh, for sharing uh, your uh, grief with us, with the listeners, giving all of us that that confidence that it's okay to live in the discomfort. It's okay to cry. It's okay to bereave. Um, yet we have to be in the storm and exit with complete authenticity and grace. And I would like to say it's okay to laugh also in your grief. It's okay to find joy also, even in the first few days. No one can tell you you can't laugh or you, or you have to be a certain way. And I also want to say that to anyone who's grieving, it's possible to find joy again. Don't let anyone tell you that this is it. Cosmos, the, the universe never ends. It's in motion and it's up to us that we are living Let's try to do the best that we can. How beautiful. I uh, leave you with such, such beautiful uh, words that you've shared um, and uh, lots and lots of uh, joy and blessings for you and your family. And, um, and thank you for helping us and the listeners to manage you, loss, Sadia. grief, sadness. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sadia. It was a privilege. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening and we would be most humbled if you can leave us with a comment, a rating or a suggestion. Thank you.